In the book of Genesis chapter 22, a very interesting story of Abraham and God is about Abraham, God and his son and Isaac, Abraham's son. But, Ab- but Isaac is not part of the conversation. The conversation is between two people. But the victim is Isaac, but he's not part of it. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham, he said, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Moriah or Moriah. This is Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. And in the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and praised it on his son Isaac. Oh, poor, poor boy. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac, Isaac spoke and said to his father, Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and the wood are here. Isaac said, But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bowed his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy. He said, do not do anything to him, for I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. This story is familiar. But sometimes we like reading it from backward. What I mean, we like going to where a lamb was provided and Isaac's life was spared. So we do not read it like 
Isaac was going to be sacrificed. Remember, we have, because we have the advantage, because the story has been told in full. But for Abraham, it was not like that. For you and me, we know the story. What will happen? There will be a lamb. Isaac will not be sacrificed. But for Abraham, it was instructions given by God. Abraham, take your son. Take your son. And not just your son. Your only son. Not just your only son. Whom you love. And then, God was specific, detailed. Isaac, just in case, Abraham think or decide, I also love Ishmael. And decide to take Ishmael. So God says it is Isaac. Because if he left it open, there is a possibility that Abraham would have filled in and said, he said, a son. Ishmael is actually my firstborn. For burnt offering, you give the firstborn. So I take Ishmael, but not Isaac. But God now says, take your son. Your son. You are only one. In other words, as far as God is concerned, you don't have two. You only have one because I promised one. The other one was your own ideas together with your wife Salah. So that's not, that's not a sign of promise. I'm talking about the blessings. I'm talking about the one that is blessed. I'm talking about the one that through whom I will bless you to become the father of nations. Remember? Genesis 12. God appears to him and I will bless you. You become the father of nations. I will give you a son. And God gives him a son. And between the son and the promise, remember, there were 25 years of waiting. So this is a very precious promise. There is a cost to it. 25 good years of waiting. In the process you've made mistakes. And Ishmael has come. But finally the promise is fulfilled. And after the promise has been fulfilled. And the son now is a teenager. He can be able to carry firewood enough to burn himself. God appears and says, now take him. Take your son. Your only son. And whom you love. And God knew that this man loved his son. He adored the son. He's a son of promise, waiting for 25 years. 
finally he is here the promise will be fulfilled and i'm on my way of becoming the father of nations ninani kama abraham but one day god appears what do you think was going on in abraham's mind when he had that conversation with god what do you think i know in hebrews he is credited But Abraham was a man like you and me. He had feelings. He had emotions. I want to believe he was dis- distressed. It, this was a distress to him. It was a moment. It was a tough time for him. There is a demand that has been made by one who is above. You cannot oppose him. He has imposed himself on you. He has demanded. You are not at peace. He cannot be at peace. But nevertheless, I must obey him. I must obey him. Why? Would Abraham choose to obey and not argue or give an alternative because you would have argued with God and said oh God remember this is, a, this is a, a son of promise this is the one that will how come you forget so quickly he did not engage God in an argument It was a tough time. But he said, I'll choose to obey. Obedient is better than sacrifice, isn't it? He was being told, go and sacrifice. But his credit, his credit comes, not because of the sacrifice, but because of obedience. He obeyed. He did not argue. He did not offer a, a different an alternative. Today, it will not be so with us. We would want to argue and even say, did I hear God? Even, even when you know you have heard Him. Because the demand... Is too high, isn't it? What we are going to lose, what you are about to lose, is not just anything. So you need to be certain and sure. That's what we would say. Yeah, God, I want to be sure hmm, that it's you that I have heard, even though that voice is familiar. So you engage him in an argument. Why? Because you are struggling to obey. You are struggling with his instructions. Because it will cost you and it will cost you not just anything, it will cost you everything. Because sacrificing Isaac was going to cost Abraham everything, the entire promise and the blessings that was coming with the blessings. Because it is through him, 
God promised, I'll give you a son. And it is through him that I'll bless you. Now he's being taken away. It means everything that I've waited for, dreamt about, it is gone. You know, what was God looking for? Because he's God. I know there's a story there and we like linking it to Jesus, which is okay. But what was God looking for? I'll tell you. Isaac was dear to Abraham. The only the only thing that Abraham had in life. Between him and the promise, this is it. So take him away, the promise, the blessings, as Abraham becomes nothing. It's not Isaac that God wanted. It's Abraham. It's Abraham. God wanted to be sure that this one that I have trusted to be the father of all generations on earth through whom I will be called God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Is he ready to take that role? Is he ready to sacrifice? To give up everything that is so dear to him for me? That's the test. There are times that God will want your Isaac. There are times that God will want your Isaac. And Lyra is not your Isaac that he wants. But to get to you. So that he can get you. You've got to give Isaac. Without asking a question. Raising an argument. Offering an alternative. But obeying the instructions as they are given. All as they are given. I know here. We've come here every evening. Sunday after Sunday. And we have petitioned God for blessings and promises. Praise God. And God has been faithful to us. We have promises. We have something we are holding on to. There is something that we can say through these meetings since we started last year. Almost a time like this. Anybody who can remember the date we began this? We never kept the records. Uh oh. The media team should have the record. Next Sunday I want the date, Kibble. Yeah? When we started the miracle service. But it was a like time like this. We are one year. Yes. If we are not, we are almost. And I think we are. Throughout this period, God has been speaking to us. God has been blessing us. There are some of us, 
We have many stories to tell. Where we came from, where we are today. What God has done in our lives. Some of us could not be able to pray for ourselves. We now know how to pray. We now we can be able to engage the heavens. And heavens open on our behalf. Some of us do not even know how to pray in tongues. We receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We now pray in tongues. Praise God. Some of us do not know anything about revelation. We have revelations. We dream dreams. We are able to get the interpretation of those dreams. Praise God. We have made progress, isn't it? We are not yet there. But we made some progress. Hallelujah. Some of us do not have jobs. God has come through for us. We now have jobs. And we thank God for that. Some of us wanted children. And God has blessed us with children. Praise the Lord. We didn't have jobs. God has given us jobs. There are some of us who didn't have homes. We are now have homes. We are constructing houses. Praise the Lord. There are some of you who did not have cars. God has blessed you with a car. Hallelujah. God has done many things for us. You know what? Those are your Isaacs. Aha. Uh-huh. Those are your Isaacs. What is your Isaac? What is it that is between you and God? If today he comes and says, that promise that I made, I'm taking it back. I want you to forget about it. What I wanted you to become or to be, now I want you to forget. Okay? I want you to go to church and start sweeping, cleaning the facilities. God, are you out of your mind? Me? A full graduate of the University of Nairobi. Not even Catholic University. U-O-N. You know there's a difference. Hmm? (laughs) You've been to the university, but there is a university. (laughs) Praise God. Yeah? I want you to go to the kitchen. Be serving tea there. Praise God. Lord, you said you will anoint me. I will be the prophet of the house. Lord, you spoke and you said the anointing upon me is that of an evangelist. Lord, you have spoken that I'm a teacher. I am a pastor. Hey! How do I go now to clean? You know? The toilets. Pastor, wele, kwani leo ninini umi? This is an evening service. We want to be to revive our souls. Eh? Praise God. This is the word that will take you to where God is. When you learn to give up your very best for Him. When you learn 
to say, if God has said it, I will do it. If God has said it, I will do it. Irrespective of what it will cost me. Because I'm telling you, Abraham had not known anyone else before that had been asked to sacrifice a son by God. Of course, because of where he had come from, he knew, because he initially was an idol worshiper. And his relatives and parents were idol worshippers. Who would even sacrifice children to the sun god and the moon? But this God, who is God, not an idol, who is loving, who is, promises everything, and has blessed me, Abraham. I even left my relatives. This God now wants Isaac. He had no reference before as to what will happen. He didn't know. You know, you, you know that Isaac did not die. God provided. So even if God asks you for your Isaac, you say, I know he shall provide because he provided for Abraham. Abraham did not have that reference. So he was, and you can see from the story, it got to a point where now he took the knife ready to kill the son and offer him as burnt offering. And God says, stop. Stop it. Now, I know. Hmm? Now I know. I do what? Do not lay a hand on the boy. He said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son, now I know that you fear me. You fear God. You have not withheld from me your son. And not just your son, your only son. Now God was ready to say, He is my friend. Yes. And from that moment, Abraham moved into another level and dimension with God. Because there is nothing he could not do for God. I want to challenge you and ask you this question. Yes, you believe in him. You trust him. Is there anything you cannot do for him? Hmm? What is it? Can you say, Mark, I am yours and only yours. Tim, can you give him everything that he needs? And remember, it is not everything that he needs. It is you that he wants. But between you and him, there are Isaacs. What are the Isaacs? Who are the Isaacs in your life? Who are the Isaacs that you need to deal with? And be willing to give him. 
if we are to move to the next level and we want to get there to the next level we are now we don't just hear him we walk with him and he is ready to say I am now pleased now I know praise God now I know that you really fear God now I know that you truly love God Loving God is not saying we love Him. There's a cost. And we, unfortunately, we belong to a generation that do not know the cost of loving God. Because we've been taught that everything has been paid for, isn't it? The sacrifice has been made. So we have received. It's true. Everything is paid for. The son has died on our behalf. Praise God. But that doesn't mean that God does not want us. The same son told us. To do what? To carry If we want to follow him, to be identified with him, we should be ready to crucify, not just carrying the cross. We should carry the cross and be ready to go all the way to Gorgotha and be crucified on the cross that we have carried. So there's still a cost. And I want to tell you, yes, there's a cost. God will make demand of you. He is not unreasonable, and you can see even from the story. He was not thirsty for blood. What he was looking for is the heart of this man. And he knew this man, since Isaac came, and the promise has been fulfilled, the only thing he celebrates in life it is this promise. Hey, look at me, good people. When that promise comes, mm-hmm, that you have labored for, that made you to come for evening service, every Sunday, you never missed, until the day you got what you wanted. And now, the promise It's between you and the giver of the promise. God says, I'm a jealous God. I will not share my glory with anyone else. Now, what God is saying, you are his. He is not about to let you Forget him. He doesn't want to to lose you. So if it is this blessing that he has given you, that takes you away from him, he will demand it. Praise the Lord. 
If it is a job that he gave you and because of that job we cannot see you again in the meetings because you are very busy. If it is a business that he gave you and because of that business we cannot see you again in the meeting. You have no time for intercession. You cannot be able to spend time the way you are spending time. Praying for the kingdom of God. Then he will say, Joyce, now I want that job. I want it. It's upon you. It's upon me to weigh between him and the job. What am I going to give up? Praise the Lord. Do we know him to that extent? Abraham had reached a point where he had so much faith. He knew his God so much. And he said, even if Isaac dies, he has the capacity to raise him. And even if he doesn't raise him, he will still fulfill his promise. He knows how to do it. We don't have to, you know, to work around how will God fulfill this now that Isaac has disappeared. Because sometimes those are the arguments we have. How will this be now that this has not happened? He promised and this has not happened. How will it be? He is God. He knows how to fulfill his promises. Amen? And if he chooses not to fulfill them, that doesn't change him. He remains God. And you will still love him. I'll still love him. Abraham never need put a condition if he takes Isaac, if Isaac is sacrificed, I'm going back to all of the Chaldean. Praise the Lord. Are you getting something tonight? Are you ready to say, Lord, not even my Isaac. You are more than Isaac. And God is saying, it is you that I want. It is you that I want. Are you willing? Are you willing to say, Lord, here I am. Let's stand on our feet. I don't know who your Isaacs are. Whether you have many or you only have one. I don't know what is it that the Lord is saying. This is it. But whatever it is, and you know it. You say, Lord, I surrender. All that I want is to become yours. Blessings or no blessings, you are my father. Amen? Because the Lord wants us. It's not the blessings that he is after. It's not our money. It's not our resources. It's not, it is us the way we are. Come on. Take a few minutes. Take a few minutes. Talk to God. Take a few minutes. Just talk to God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Father. We are your children. You knew us, Lord. Even before we were formed in our mother's womb. Each one of us is known to you, Lord. 
tonight you're making a demand on us that you want us you want nothing in between us and you not even the blessing that you have given us not even the promises that you have given us Lord you are more than the blessings you are more than the promises you are more than miracles you are more than signs and wonders you are precious to us Jesus and we want you not things Father forgive us I'd like you to pray this prayer I know that we are guilty of this Because we value the blessings more than the blesser. Even what motivated us here today. What drove us here. What made us to come here today. It's really not him. It is what we want from him. Let's be honest. And we need to repent. Because that's what we do. What motivates us to go for the miracle meetings. What motivates us to go even for Sunday service? It's what we want. It's what we receive. But it's not Him. Today, Father, forgive us. Our Father, forgive us. Even for the motive that drove us here today. It is that need, Lord. It is that miracle, my Father. It is that desire that we have for you. It is that desire that will make us not what you want us to become, but what we feel we need to become, Lord. Even when we pray for revival, Lord, we are selfish. We want your presence for ourselves. Father, help us. Tonight we desire that new insight, that new revelation that you are more than things. You are more than blessings. You are more than revival. You are more than miracles. You are more than wealth and riches. And we are willing to follow you. And where you need us to give up some things, we will for you. We are saying that, lift up your hands to Jesus. If you are sincere, that that's your prayer. Lift up your hand and tell him that I am sincere, Lord. I am willing, I am ready to give up anything in my life. Whatever, Lord, you desire, I am ready to, to give it up to you. For it is you that I want. It is you that I need. It is your presence that I want, O oh God. Not for myself, but for you, King of Kings, that you may use me for your own glory and for your own honor. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us, Father, for the times we have 
come before you. Times we have even taken to fast and to pray. Lord Jesus, so that we can get things. We can get blessings. And we will not pray and fast to have you. I pray that you forgive us. Forgive us. And today I pray, open our inner eyes that we may see you and know you and experience you everlasting redeemer. That you would speak as you spoke to, and you say, now stop Abraham. Don't do anything. Don't harm the son. Now I know that you fear God. It's our prayer today that we'll get to that level, Lord Jesus, where you will say, now I know that you love me. I want to give you some more time between you and him and the blessings. And on your own, make a commitment. If he speaks to you concerning an area, agree with him. Let it be from your heart. Not because the pastor has said, I also have my issues. That is what the Lord is saying. I do. Please, don't be tired. Take a few more minutes. Express yourself to him. If you feel like you want to kneel down, it's okay to kneel down. If you want to lie flat on the floor, it's okay to do so. But let's surrender to him. Jesus, again we come and we ask you, Lord, bring down any foundation that you have not built in our lives. Uproot every tree that we have planted without you approving. Lord, take away from us whatever it is that we are holding on to that is not from you. And Father, even that which is from you, And Lord, it's a barrier. It's a hindrance. It's taken away your presence. We are no longer in communion with you. Lord, we surrender to you. We surrender to you tonight. We surrender, we surrender to you, Jesus. Lord, we pray as we start this new chapter, a new season, Lord. Let the old be taken away. 
and let the new come. Clothe each one of us with that which is new. That which is from you. Hold our hands. Walk us through the path. The highway that we've never walked before. We salada. And we say we are willing and lady. To walk your path. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's worship him. Just take a few minutes. Let's have the worship team come. Let's take a few few minutes. I know our time is up, but we can take another seven minutes. Let's, let's do a worship song. I don't know which, which one you guys know that relates to what we are doing. To honor you Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. I want to pray for us for one thing. That the blessing of surrender will happen for us. There is the blessedness of surrender. We'll experience it. It's a beautiful thing to be in that place where nothing is there to be gained or lost. Paul says in Philippians 1.21 For me to live is Christ. For to me to die is gain. Whether I live or I die, it is positive, positive. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands. Let's trust the Lord. Father, I pronounce the blessing of surrender upon your people. And tonight, Lord Jesus, we decree, in life they will be blessed. In death they will be blessed. In stepping out, they will be blessed. In coming in, they will be blessed. For every moment they spend on their knees, they will be blessed. Every moment they spend on their feet, they will be blessed. Every moment they lift their hands to heaven, they will be blessed. Every moment they put it down, they will be blessed. Every moment they feel strong, they will be blessed. Every moment they feel weak, they will be blessed. For their life is no longer their own, but it is now surrendered to Jesus. And therefore, because of Jesus, everything about them becomes acceptable. Every spirit that tries to bring fear and condemnation upon your people, we break it in the name of Jesus. And we decree your people are bundled in the bundle of the living. They are tied up in the bundle of the living. When they step out, they are in a bundle of blessing and of the living in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father, we speak to every ancient and every past uh, experience that has been negative. We pronounce rest upon your people. Rest on every matter that has been pending. Rest on every matter that has been bringing headache. Rest in the mighty name of Jesus. Allow me to say one word even before we conclude. Some of you, you need to stop equalizing yourself to anything apart from Christ. 
When I was praying that angle of when we lift our hands to heaven, we are blessed. When we put them down, we are blessed. I know some of you feel you are no longer praying as you used to pray. You are no longer, you know, feeling like you, 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 you are laboring the way you used to labor. In lifting your hands, it is to Christ. In putting it down, it is to Christ. Whether you are kneeling down to pray, to spend four hours, it is to Christ. Whether you are standing on your feet and you can't even be disciplined to pray like you want, it is still Christ. The Lord God does not look at you based on what you have done. He looks at you based on how much of Christ you have surrendered to. Whatever you have surrendered to Christ, it is to your counting, it is to your blessing. No longer tie yourself to how much you have done or not done. All you have to do is to say, Father, in the hand of your Son, I surrender, and it is well. So, Father, once again, I pronounce, whether they are active, they are blessed. Whether they are inactive, because they are looking to Christ and Christ alone, they are blessed. Whether they are running or walking slow, Father, provided it is unto Christ, I decree they are blessed. Surrender happens, and before they know it, they have already received their blessing. I thank you because it is done. In Jesus' name. Walk in peace. The Lord is with you. Walk in peace. Enter into your rest. Amen. The Lord is with you. And you are the blessed of the Lord. Amen.